Are you a rule breaker? Do you want to be? Or are you scared of being the exception? Let's talk about it right now. Welcome to the RK3 Show. I'm Robert Kennedy III, RK3. That's me, and this is episode 47. Today's episode is about being the exception. Not being exceptional, per se, but being the exception. And those are two different things, you see, because being the exception is like I before E, except after C, And a bunch of other stuff or words that make no sense. But being exceptional is being great. Well, we'll talk about that a little later. My guest today is amazing, and I'm sure you'll learn a whole lot. Listen, have you checked out any of the other episodes? I want you to listen to episode 32 with Coach Kendall Ficklin. If you want to learn more about crafting a story that makes people listen, or episode 34 with Kathy Fayok. If you want to learn how to book more speaking engagements through writing a book, we're going to push this thing and make today quick. Let's roll with it, baby. My guest today is Annie Meehan. Annie is a speaker, author, and certified coach. After leaving corporate America, she built gyms. Yes, G-Y-M-S. That's right. Pumping you up. Talk about a strong woman. (laughs) She's written four books and even appeared on Oprah. Her talks leave her audiences inspired, motivated, and raring to go because she challenges them to be the exception. Let's rock with Annie. Here we go. Annie, how are you doing today? Awesome. I am doing exceptional. I'm having a fantastic day. Excited to be here. That's amazing. I love it. I love it. I love it. I think one of the things that as I was going through your site and reading your bio and going through all of the information about you, the Oprah thing definitely caught my attention. So you've got to tell me about Oprah. Why were you on the show? And how was it? Um, I would love to tell you that it was fantastic. Um, Uh love to tell you that I was on there because I was famous or I made such a difference in the world, but I was actually on there as an exceptional teenager because Ah. age of 18, I had moved 83 times on some swim meet, but because I had been homeless many times and Oprah called an agency in Minneapolis and said, give us your teenager. That's going to survive. That's going to make it. And at 17, I was supporting my 15 year old brother. Again, I had moved 83 times. And so I was on there. I'd love to say it was amazing, but the audience was mean. You know how sometimes wow. people do your story without having all the pieces? They decide what's good or bad about you. So the experience of being on stage as much as I thought it would be glamorous and fun was not quite that. What was exceptional about my experience is that for an hour after the show, Oprah sat with me and the two other young women from L.A. and Chicago mm. into us. And literally, Robert, she was the first woman to see me and speak life into me. She shared personal struggles and journey. And my prayer and hope is that someday I will meet her again to say thank you because literally she was the first mentor, 
inspiration. And she said, you can become anything. Don't let your past define your future. And really, I was just a lost teenager, but it was those that hour that we got to spend with her just being poured into. So when people talk about Oprah, I always say, oh, have you met her? Because I got to spend an hour with her and she is amazing. She is, as she is, she's authentic and genuine. Today, she's so protected. Um, I was on on August 26, 1986. So five days before she went national, Um, she was getting ready to go national. So she let us pick out outfits with her. And oh my gosh, it was, she's amazing. She's an incredible woman. So it seems that that word, you you use the word Oprah was looking for exceptional young people. And that word has been in your life for quite some time, it seems. Yes. So I, I think one of the things I want to do on the show is talk about that word. But, but before we get there, let me ask you about a book that you wrote that caught my attention. It, it's called The Pineapple Principle. Yes. I know we talked about that before the show just a little bit about, but I want my audience to hear that explanation. What is The Pineapple Principle? Excellent. Um, the pineapple principle comes from a poem. So a couple of years ago, a girlfriend bought me a bright orange skirt or told me I had to get it. And it was covered with pineapples. And she said, you're, I said, why the pineapple? She's like, you're such a pineapple. I'm like, I'm a pineapple. And then she told me the pineapple poem. And it goes like this. Be a pineapple, stand up tall, wear a crown and be sweet on the inside. Be a pineapple. And though I think that's a cute poem, what I believe about all people is that we have a story behind our story. And most of us have another story even behind that second one. So I asked myself, what does this poem have to teach us? What can a silly pineapple poem teach us about how to live our lives, how to lead our businesses, how to treat other people? And so when you stand up straight, you're not looking down at your phone or self-conscious or distracted. You literally look people in the eyes and you see people. And if you wear a crown, you find value in yourself but you also see value in other people. And I was speaking at a conference once and I talked about this and a man said, my wife was buried five years ago, but what I didn't realize is I buried myself that day too. I quit valuing myself, but because of your message today, I'm going to come back to life to raise up my children alive because it's unfair. So it's about value, valuing ourselves, not because we want to do something, but because we're worth it and we see other people's value. And then the being sweet on the inside There's so much negativity in the world. And I'm one of those people. I don't watch the news. I don't engage in any negative conversations. I'm really sensitive about words. I don't use vulgar language because I believe what comes out of our mouth impacts the world. So if we're sweet on the inside, what comes through our mouth and keyboards is kindness. So a couple of years ago, people start calling me the pineapple lady and you got to write the book and I want to be a pineapple and I want my whole office to be a pineapple. So this January, a friend challenged me to write it and it came out in May. It's my fifth book and it's called The Pineapple Principle and it just invites you. What if it's not 21 steps or 50 steps? What if it's just three little things? Stand up straight, wear a crown, and be sweet on the inside. Wow. So you mentioned a great a phrase that you just rolled by, but I, it caught my attention just now when you talked about staying away from negative people or staying away from negative things coming out of your mouth. But you also said, and out of your keyboard as well. And I think about a lot of the conversations that we see online, on Facebook, on Instagram, everywhere else. And sometimes people also say things like, well, if you don't contribute to those conversations and you're silent, then you're complicit. How do you, how do you navigate those types of conversations without succumbing to the negativity? Yeah, I do have those conversations a lot. I had a girlfriend posting a really negative, a pastor had shared something really judgmental and harsh about other people. And she shared it saying, this is horrible. But here's what I know, Robert, whether it's good publicity or bad publicity, it's still publicity. So whenever I 
feed, even those negative or even those really, it comes from a mindset of bullying. I think on any side of um, when we have to put someone else down. So what I believe, Robert, is instead of repeating the negative, go be the difference maker. Like I think people have so much more power than they recognize. I love random acts of kindness. I love spreading love. I love reaching out. I don't let a day pass. And I have over 5,000 connections, over 13,000 on LinkedIn without wishing everyone a happy birthday because it matters to me. Because I think little touches of kindness multiply and spread around the world. And so, yes, I don't engage in the negative. I don't, some people say you're being complacent. I'm like, oh no, no, I believe you have more power to spread good than bad. So take whatever you don't like about the world, about your community, even about your own home and be the difference. Don't, I'm not an eye for an eye. I'm a, be the exception by treating people kinder than they treat you because you wonder about their story. Communication, motivation, leadership, and more. You're listening to the RK3 Show. Hey there, just a quick reminder. If you haven't registered yet, go register for the web class. Five simple strategies to get paid for public speaking. You won't regret it. If you have a story to tell or expertise to share, then you need to hop on this webinar. Isn't it time you got paid for your pain? (laughs) Check the show notes and sign up today. And now... Back to the show. You just led right into Be the Exception. So you've got a book called Be the Exception. You've got talks. You've got online courses. You've got consulting. And I know the listeners cannot see this, but there's a sign behind your head that says Be the Exception. Tell me about this and and what led you to really lock in on that word and that phrase. Yeah. Um, and definitely it does circle back to Oprah. I don't think at the time I recognized that, but as I look back over those words that she gave me about being an exceptional teenager, but it comes from, I was writing a book called Dumpster to Dynasty, and it's about in a physical, financial, and emotional dumpster, um, a lot of mental illness and addiction, and breaking out of that to live this life where teenagers come live with us and people can walk in here. There's always food. The door's always open. I'm very welcoming to people. And I'm, I love to be generous. I love to give. And so I was, I had written that book for about 20 years and a publisher heard me speak. And afterwards she's like, you got to write a book. And I said, Oh, I'm writing this memoir called dumpster to dynasty. And she said, don't write that Annie. You are the exception. You broke the cycles. You wow. are the difference maker. You came out of a world where you have the choice. I'm in the middle of seven kids and we lost a brother to suicide, but six of us left. And some of them are bitter and some are addicts and some are coming in and out of jail. And so she said, you broke that cycle. How teach us how to be the exception. Teach us when we are full of, well, you don't know what happened to me and poor me, full of excuses, full of blame, how to be better, not bitter. Teach us what were the steps you took to become who you are. And so that's how the be, be the exception came to life. And then I wrote about exceptional sales and I do an exceptional leadership training and living an exceptional life and then the online course. And so, and really it all unfolded because people asked me, can you write a, how do we do this? How do we apply it to our leadership team? And actually my business was no more excuses for you because I thought I have a million excuses to sit and feel sorry for myself. I don't want to, I want to be happy. I want to look for the good, even in the difficult. I want to help other people get rid of their excuses so they can live an exceptional life. And so that's kind of how it started. So So I want to move into, dig into that just a little bit deeper, because a lot of times when you start a business, you start, especially if you're a speaker or a trainer, consultant, they say, okay, you've got to niche down and you've got to choose this one market. But I'm seeing that 
what you have done, you've branded a little bit differently. It's not so much that you've chosen one market because you're talking about exceptional sales, exceptional leadership, but you've added your own specific brand to it. So what advice do you have for people looking to really get in and make their mark with regard to branding? Yeah, um, that's an excellent question. Uh, first of all, I teach a lot of people, how do you grow this speaking business? How do you do it? And really, I love to teach about the unfolding of how everything I created, it was a request for it before I did it. But the first mm-hmm. thing to think about is pick a color. And I know a lot of people wear black, but I'm like, my colors were orange and blue. And mm-hmm. so it was like, be in that color. Every time you speak, get people to remember you by your color. Then if possible, pick a symbol, which now mine is the pineapple with the exceptional as the messaging. But finding the right brand is really like listening to yourself. And I get comment cards, whether I have an audience of 30 people or 5,000, I put out comment cards for every single person. I get there early. I love listening to their feedback. In fact, I was going to grab a, I spoke on a Thursday and a woman literally made me a list of everything she learned from me and how much she's like, you got to be better or bitter. You get to choose. Life is about choices. Life will be hard, but there's always hope. And she wrote down all these takeaways for my presentation, which I appreciated, um, but my, my audience, in fact, one of my mentors, I said, who is my client? Who's my best client? I come from the financial background, a lot with care, a lot with mental health, um, with social services. But she said, your, brand, your audience is people, Annie. Everybody needs this exceptional message. Um, so I think when you're finding your brand, you've got to find what is your authentic voice. And honestly, most people find it in the unfolding. The more they speak, the more they go, oh, that's what people love. That's what resonated. I want to keep speaking on that. And if you listen to enough speakers, in some ways, we all sound the same or similar. We overlap. We're bringing hope and inspiration and encouragement to people as they walk through the challenges of whatever situation. But I think what differentiates yourself is when you find that word or that symbol and say, I'm a woman that loves orange and blue, living color. But I love inviting people to eliminate their excuses to be the exception, not based on what has happened or what is happening or what's going to come but based on how they choose to show up. They don't control circumstance. Things happen, but you can choose to be positive. You can choose to look for the silver lining. And so that really became my brand. And then the pineapple really started following me about a year and a half ago. And so now I'm the pineapple lady to many. And I I love all of it. I think life is about being living by choice and being exception, being the exception and living an exceptional life. So you said living by choice. I love that because a lot of times people say, this is just who I am. And a lot of people live by accident, but we're talking about intentionality and, and choosing. So with regard to the branding, I mean, you, you had this thing thrust on you by Oprah. Right? Right, <laughs> you, had really? this, you had this exceptional thing and you've, you've used that as a platform for yourself for quite a few years. So how do I make a choice? I mean, you, one of the, you started us off just now by talking about colors, maybe choosing a color and, something simple. If you're advising me, if you're starting me off, I'm just this brand new speaker and I come to you and I give you five different colors and I say, Oh my gosh, these are great. I don't, I don't have a whole closet of purple. (laughs) What is it? What is it that you would say? How do I make a choice? How do you help me make a choice towards um, being unique? Yeah. The first thing is that blue and green are the colors that people most often lean in and listen to. So it's important Mm stuff about colors, right? And orange is happy. Orange brings joy. Pink is friendly. Red is powerful. It demands attention. So each color has a unique characteristic behind it. And then it's like, how do you feel in it? Um, But then asking yourself, 
what do you want people to walk away with, Robert? What's different about you? Like, how do I go from living? You know, you don't know, Robert. I had a hard life. You don't know who my boss is. You, people have a lot of stories and excuses that stop them. It leaves them stuck. So if you want to leave them inspired and like, what if, no matter who my boss is, no matter how hard my job is, no matter what happened in my past, what if I choose joy? What if I choose to be kinder than expected? What if I don't engage in the negative? And some will call me complacent. One woman yelled at me for 20 minutes, literally for not watching the news and was sweating by the time she was done. I said, how, how do you feel right now? She said, not good. I said, see, I still feel good. Right. And I grew up in such negativity that I had to be super intentional, Richard, to not, I'm sorry, Robert, to not, um, to live by choice, to live in te- like every day, get up and go, I don't feel like going to the gym. I want to lay here and eat donuts, but I am going to the gym because I am worth it. I am right. going to and I'm going to be around positive people. I kind of think we're all living in a Winnie the Pooh story. So when I meet people, I think, are you a Tigger like me? Or are you a <laughs> Winnie the Pooh? Are you an Eeyore? I got to watch out. You know what I mean? So I got to be super intentional about who I surround myself by. Because as a child, I didn't have that choice. And now I do have a choice. And I live by that every day. And I invite others. You know, what brand? What is your message? What do you want them to walk away believing about themselves that they didn't know when they came in the room, start to the color. I love symbols because no matter how great you are, Robert, when you walk out of the room and they hear three other speakers, Oh, that guy was good. What do you speak about? Good stuff. But if you are the pineapple lady, ah, she was a pineapple lady. You got it. They remember yeah. symbols and the colors. They don't necessarily remember our name. Wow. Wow. That is awesome. I love that. You're making me rethink my entire brand right now. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Listen, how can people get in touch with you or spend more time with you, Annie? Where can they find you online? I love that. Well, I love them to come join me on YouTube. I release at least one video every week at Annie Meehan um, at YouTube, but my website's Annie Meehan. Um, My email's Annie at Annie Meehan. I try to make it easy for people. You can... If you Google Annie, you will find a blog or a vlog or a live video just inspiring you and encouraging you. I love to bring joy and encouragement into the world because I truly believe we are all created to live an exceptional life, but we have to choose it. It won't come easy, but it's worth it. So AnnieMehan.com, A-N-N-I-E-M-E-E-H-A-N. And I'd love to visit with you, chat with you, and inspire your group. Are you a pineapple? (laughs) Well... You might not like being compared to a fruit, but you can certainly be unique. You can be different. You can be unique. You can be you. The only person who can do a great job at being you is you. And if you do a great job at being you, you will have imitators. Well, people may imitate you no matter how you do it being you, but you want to be proud of how they imitate you. So be intentional, be professional, and be exceptional. And even better than that, Be the exception. Listen, I want to invite you to go over to Apple Podcasts to leave a ranking, rating, and a review for the show. Also, head over to the other major podcast outlets, Spotify, Pandora, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, wherever you listen to podcasts. And then be sure to head over to the show notes to grab the links and resources from this episode. One more thing. Share, share, share. It's the giving season. So share the episodes and let somebody else in on the goodness and the value that you're experiencing. Listen, we're almost out of room on season one. 
Let me know your thoughts about this season by hopping over to robertkennedy3.com forward slash. Oh, wrong, wrong link. Sorry. Robertkennedy3.com. That's it. Robertkennedy3.com. Or you can leave me a voicemail at robertkennedy3.com forward slash voicemail. There's that slash. Yes. Hey, y'all. Don't forget. Everything that happens to you in life is your stuff. Your stuff is your story. And your story deserves a stage. I'm Robert Kennedy the third, RK3. And you've been listening to. The RK-